the podcast where we talk about TV pilots. I'm Kara. And I'm Adina. And today we are talking about the 2022 Emmy nominations. Yes, this is part two of our discussion. Now we're going to be going into the drama series nominations. Once again, we have our uh, special guest and special friend, Mia Merrill, with us. Oh. You can also check out our uh, our other episode we had on the comedy nominations previously. And yeah, now we're just, we're kind of picking up from where we left off going through all of the drama series categories. And we mentioned in the in our episode about the comedies, uh, if you didn't listen to it yet, how the comedy categories were really a bloodbath this year. Um, a lot of shows came back. Drama categories, rare, like this is the rare year where I feel like the drama categories, there's a few solid contenders. And then there's a, a bunch of these uh, categories. I felt like there were kind of some filler nominations. Yeah, I had some questions mostly on these ones some limited series questions but we'll get to them. i had more limited series yeah. <laughs> i was like what yeah mia what are what were your overall feelings about the drama series categories i wasn't particularly surprised with anything yellow jackets is something that's hard for me to think about because i thought that when i was watching it it was such a like it had so much social media hype and that fanfare and like i don't it was midwinter right or like December I don't know it, it was, was like December of, it was the time yeah. of year when you were you know looking for something to do and I don't know if it's um holds up as as good tv so much as like something I just think about fondly because I wanted to know what happened yeah and and euphoria I think is something that again is like is this about the quality of the program or is this about the way it's received that's one yeah. of the things I have questions on but we'll get into it yeah so, so that's a good segue into the nominees for Outstanding Drama Series. So the nominees are Better Call Saul, Euphoria, Ozark, Severance, Squid Game, Stranger Things, Succession, and Yellow Jackets. And I feel like this is interesting because about half of these are some of the greatest dramas I've ever seen. Maybe not greatest dramas I've ever seen, but about half of these I'm like, yes, yes, it's kind of hard to choose. And then the other half, I'm like, eh. Here's, um, I'm a very excited for Squid Game. Um, Squid Game, this this is the, it's nominations garnered. This is like the first non-English series to get nominations. Mm. Yes. Um, so that's very exciting for Squid Game, which I hadn't watched. I didn't watch Squid Game until like recently, like until after the hype had started yeah. because I'm just slow to get to things. But I actually really did it. And it was like, I, I was like kind of worried I wouldn't like it, but I did. That was nice to see it like still making waves all the way to the Emmys. That is nice. I also watched Squid Game very recently, as in like a few weeks ago, because I knew every nominations were coming out. I really didn't want to watch it when everyone was talking about it, because I'm the sort of person when everyone's hyping something, it makes me dislike it. So I knew I had to wait, um, but it was really good. It was a really good mm -hmm. TV show. It absolutely deserves to be up here. Um, and it deserves all the other nominations it got as well. And very yeah. cool milestone of being the first foreign language uh, series. What I am going to say is Euphoria. I am a little confused about this nomination. I will preface this by saying I've only ever seen one episode of Euphoria, and it was the episode with Lexi's play, but that's just because I like mess. Um, but I do know what happened throughout all of Euphoria because Twitter, it was just all over Twitter. So I could basically tell you what happened. Um, 
But from what I understand about Euphoria, it is a show that is just vibes, um, which is fine. Um, and it's like, um, it's just- I'm pretty sure it's a Gesamtkunstwerk and you're wrong. <laughs> So, I'm glad you know how to pronounce that word, Mia, because I mean, no, we were joking about how we need totally to quote correct. it, but neither of us could remember the whole word because we didn't go to Yale. No. <laughs> um, if anyone doesn't know what we're talking about, Google you're, Jeremy O'Harris euphoria. That was one of the wildest times on the internet. It was um, so fucking like, funny. Gesamtkunstwerk discourse on the timeline. Are we really doing this? My thing, my other thing is I feel like the thing, the things that I've always heard applauded about Euphoria are like cinematography and the acting mm-hmm. and never about any of the other things. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think, okay, to me, well, it was pretty crafted. clear. To me, that's, it was pretty that's clear why that, I said like, cinematography. Yeah, I was going to say, it's like, it's pretty. <laughs> yes. It's vibes. It is vibes. I I really felt like these this list of series was like six series that make sense to be here, and then two that they put in because they did not want to put in any other series. Like I feel like Euphoria and Stranger Things are I, here so more this. as like a fuck you yeah. to like this is us and like the morning show and Killing Eve. This is what I was going to say. Other reason is that I made my I made a vow and I followed through on it. I made a vow to finish two seasons of This Is Us because I was two seasons behind before the Emmy nominations came out because I'd been hearing some good things and it was its final season. I enjoyed myself. It was nice. It it was what it was. Um, and then they didn't even get those last season I was nods that I thought that they would get. I thought it would at least make series. Yeah, and I'm, I'm surprised that it didn't. I thought that the, our, the generation of like our parents and their fondness for this is us would have garnered some love yeah. for its final season and yeah. i thought that would come in acting nominations i think well. i yeah. think some other people paid well. off paid off the emmys we'll we'll get to that in a minute but i will say the series that i forced myself through to get through before the emmy nominations because it was the last season was ozark and i had i watched four seasons of ozark in like two weeks and that was probably That's not the much. best way to consume ozark and i didn't let I didn't like it as much as I wanted to, but I have to admit it was a, it's a, it's a good, it's a solid drama and I, it's not my favorite show in the world, but I think it deserves all of its nominations. But because I hadn't watched it for the past several years and I saw the actors getting nominated, I was like, whatever, I guess they're good. But now that I finally have watched it, I'm going to be that annoying person. And I'm going to talk about those actors um, as if they're brand new to me in the, when we get to the acting categories. So I apologize for that. But I also just want to shout out Severance is the best new show of the year, in my opinion. Well, Severance and Abbott Elementary are the best two new shows of the year. Yay, so Severance. Good for them. Better Call Saul is currently having a phenomenal final season, and I'm really enjoying it more than I ever thought I would. Um, but Succession's going to win this. Yeah, <laughs> probably. I could and they deserve kind it. of see Better Call Saul taking it just because it's- I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't think it will, especially because only half of the season is eligible. Um, I think if the whole season oh, completed and had a great that. finale, then it might. But I don't think based on the first half, it's going to beat Succession. Yeah, um, yeah. I about that because it will be done by the time the Emmys, yeah, actually air. Maybe. I have two other thoughts, which is, um, but also Adina, no spoilers because I still haven't watched the mm-hmm. boys' season finale. But yeah. I, it would have been interesting if the boys had started before Emmys mm-hmm. contention. Um, but it didn't, so we'll have to wait for next year. Yeah, Oops. it will be interesting next year because I think it will make a splash next year because season four will probably be airing while the nomination voting is happening next year. 
So at all those people, I know there's a lot of you out there that have been tweeting the past week, Anthony Starr needs an Emmy nomination. He's eligible next year. Next year. He's eligible um, next year. And I will, I will expect him there. My other thing was there was another foreign language show that I had heard some people talking about being very good. I still haven't watched it yet, but Pachinko, mm-hmm. um, which didn't get out. any, yeah. which didn't get anything. I am going to watch it because it got shut out. And I'd been needing to watch it anyway. So um, that was a one that I noticed that I'd heard a lot of people talking about, but I don't see it on here. And I was like, oh, Uh, but it is renewed for season two. So it is coming back. Yeah. Honestly, if Succession doesn't win, I think it's more likely that Squid Game or even Severance would be the other options over Better Call Saul. Because Squid Game Um, has won at other things. Yeah. So yeah, there's precedent. Yeah, I do think Succession, it's, yeah, I think it's probably. Succession bad. is just I really mean, fucking good. And like, it might be boring yeah. when it wins a lot, but it is really fucking good. And you I can't deny that. I think if you haven't seen it, you'd probably be annoyed at how much it wins. That was literally and me and Kara when we were it. talking about the 2020 nominations in our unaired episode, because we didn't know what the fuck we were talking about. Um, and, and then, then we, we watched, watched it, it and we were like, oh, okay. I remember watching <laughs> it the first time I watched it when I was when I like wasn't that into it, I was annoyed because I was like, fuck, this is actually good. Um, but then I was yeah. like, then I watched it the second time with a better eye and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, see. Yeah, I was really annoyed. That we talked about this. We talked about all of this in our episode on the Succession Pilot, which you should go back and watch. It's really funny. We had um, two two guests, uh, guests join us and they are very funny as well. So go listen mm-hmm. to that for our, our full thoughts on Succession. But yeah, it's, it's probably going to win. All right, so then that brings us Good segue to outstanding lead actor in a drama series, for which the nominees are Jason Bateman for Ozark, Brian Cox for Succession, Lee Jung Jae for Squid Game, Bob Odenkirk for Better Call Saul, Adam Scott for Severance, and Jeremy Strong for Succession. Um, no here big surprises say, here, but I'm a little happy to see Adam Scott because I didn't know if he was going to make the cut. This is the only category I predicted exactly correct. Yay. Um, so um, I was like one off. I said that it was going to be a toss up with Jason Bateman, Adam Scott, and maybe Sterling K. Brown. And yeah, mm. I, because they have a word, because Sterling K. Brown has actually won it. I didn't expect him to get the nod. I don't know who I'm rooting for here. I kind of think I'm rooting for Jeremy Strong still, because I just don't feel like anybody else could do Kendall the way he does Kendall. Yeah. This is one of those ones where it's like, I feel like if any of them won, I don't think I'd be too surprised because we've seen Lee yeah. Jung Jae win a few awards mm-hmm. for this role. Mm-hmm. So that that's like, yeah, we've seen Jeremy Strong win. We've seen, I think we've seen Brian Cox win. So it's like, uh, any of these. Any of yeah, I feel yeah. like it could be any of them and I would be like, All yeah, right. Bob Odenkirk has the uh, farewell season plus the goodwill yeah. advantage because he had a heart attack while they were filming this last mm. season. So he seems to be a nice person. Um, he does seem like a nice person yeah. um, and I would be happy for him. But also at the same time, even as someone who's really enjoying Better Call Saul, I, I don't know that I'm that floored by him. Maybe it's just because I'm taking his performance for granted because he's been so good on it for so long. But I don't know that I really need to see Bob Odenkirk win for this. Jason Bateman is solid in Ozark, but I don't think he's better than all these other people, frankly. Adam Scott was wonderful, but I don't think he's going to beat all the others. Maybe next year. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it's it's like fine since he has another year to be there. Yeah. So I could really see Jeremy Strong, Brian Cox, or Lee Jung Jae. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think they should make them squid game fight. <laughs> they should. Great. See, that's an easy, that's a an, an easy category. Now here's the category with one of the most bizarre nominations of the entire. I actually have a lot to say. <laughs> Outstanding lead actress in a drama series is always a weird category because <sighs> there's just not enough drama series with good leads for women. That's honestly the, that's the problem here. So the nominees are Jodie Comer for Killing Eve, Laura Linney for Ozark, Melanie Linsky for Yellow Jackets, Sandra Oh for Killing Eve, Reese Witherspoon for The Morning Show, and Zendaya for Euphoria. And I almost did a spit take when I saw this list because five out of six of these I predicted, and the last one was the most bizarre nomination out of this entire field of Evies, and that is Reese Witherspoon. I don't know who she paid off, but the second season of The Morning Show was so bad, but I saw a lot of people still predicting that Jennifer Aniston would get this slot because as someone who sat through nine out of 10 of those episodes, even though it was terrible, Jennifer Aniston did do better work than Reese Witherspoon in season two. So I'm really shocked by that. And then also there are other people that could have deserved that slot more, such as I, I don't care about some of them. Uh, this is where I thought there would be another This Is Us slot. I mm-hmm. thought that they yeah. would give it to Mandy Moore. Um, having seen it, I wish they had. Um, it looks so intense right now. <laughs> I, no, I've just been thinking about it because I was like, as, as I watched it all now, I caught up. I caught up for the express purpose of being like, oh, they're going to give it at least one nomination somewhere. And I wish that they had used it for Mandy Moore. Um, Mm -hmm. So I feel, and it's especially because they did the whole, oh, it's their last season thing for Killing Eve, but Mm -hmm. for two of the people. Um, I didn't watch the last season. It's not because it's their last season. They just, they just love killing. No, they don't love killing Eve. They love Jodie Comer and Sandra Oh, because they nominated them both for season three, which was also terrible. Uh, And it was also bizarre that they both got nominated for that. I, that's why I knew they were both going to get nominated again. Cause I was like, they just, I don't know. People at the TV Academy love these two and they, okay. This is me not saying shade to them because they're, they're, they're both good actors. They're both really good actors but they were not given the material to succeed in this season. It was honestly the morning show season two and killing you season four are two of the worst seasons of television I've ever seen in my life. And it's funny that that comprises half of the nominations in this category. (laughs) That being said, I would be okay. I don't think it's going to happen, but I would be perfectly fine if they wanted to give Sandra Oh a career Emmy just because it was the last season of a show that she led. And in my opinion, Mm -hmm. she deserved the Emmy for season one of killing Eve. But, you know, ever since then, she, you know, never got it. So I would be okay if they did that thing and gave yeah. it to her now, but did I don't think they're going to. No, she has, she is, uh, has the second place record for most Emmy nominations without okay. a win after that Angela Lansbury, be... who I think has 17. That's, that's hilarious. Um... And Sandra O oh is now on 14 <laughs> nominations with no win. Oh my goodness. Well, I could definitely see it going to her for that reason, but I, I mean, I feel like Melanie Linsky, if you'd asked me before, I would have said she was kind of a long shot, but looking at the category as it actually turned out, I feel like it's kind of her to lose. I think yeah. it's Melanie Linsky or Zendaya's to lose. I, I agree. Melanie yeah, Linsky think- and Zendaya are the two prime candidates. I'm rooting for Laura Linney though, because as I said, I just <laughs> caught up on Ozark and I know she's been nominated every year and has never gotten it. And she's a fucking insane woman. And I love her so much. 
she's like what Walter White and Logan Roy wish they could be. Um, wow, like that's that the one reason one I, I really don't Ozark. regret watching Ozark is for her. And she really, really, really stole the final season. So I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm rooting for her. Yeah, I mean, um, I would be very happy with Melanie Linsky. She's definitely the best part of Yellow Jackets. And well, that's not fair. It's a huge cast, but she's, you know, beating a dead horse here. I think I've, there's been plenty of praise for Yellow Jackets out there yeah. in the universe. It's Even just today, just today, I went on a walk and I was walking and I saw a plane <laughs> flying around a message that yes. said, Dear Emmys, welcome to the hive. And I was mm-hmm. like, what the fuck does that mean? And then I was like, oh, it's totally about yellow jackets. Yeah. Um, Cause I was yeah, like, what other show so has strange. a big motif? I think it's, I think it's probably hers to lose because the thing is Zendaya, from what I've heard, I haven't watched Euphoria. From what I've heard, Zendaya is like the only good thing holding Euphoria together. Um, so yeah. that is a good mark well, in her direction. Plus she's won it before. Um, yeah. But Melanie Linsky has the like, this show is new and hot edge and she's won a couple other awards for this already um mm-hmm. and based on the other nominations it seems like the voters overall like yellow jackets more than euphoria so yeah which is fair because it's um better. it's better <laughs> uh, i know we've acknowledged some and by we i mean like adina on a different podcast i think but yeah i know we've talked about the weaknesses in yellow was that a different yeah. podcast am i crazy i don't recall ever being on a we, different podcast i think we maybe talked we about, about with it. john and oh. with john yeah. and Kat about yellow jackets wait we d- oh my god we did we was like i'm in I'm our sky like high conversation yeah. it's because of that yeah okay. i the weird thing about yellow jackets for me is that it seems like exactly the sort of show i should be obsessed with um and i thought it was think- fine yeah, I think that's fair. I think I'd, I'll talk about it more when we get to like writing. Yeah. But I was mm-hmm. interested to see, I was like, are they going to nominate the teens when it comes to like supporting? I knew actor? they wouldn't nominate the teens. I didn't like think people they would. were, fans of the show were wishfully thinking they would nominate the teens. No, I knew I didn't they were going to get, they would, but... I knew it was just going to be Melanie Linsky and Christina Ricci. I was pretty confident in that. Six months ago, I would have said that it could be like a very big wait a second. Didn't they say they were going to submit like 700? people first there was there was they were going to originally submit Christina Ricci for lead actress and I sent it to Mia and was like this is a terrible decision yeah I just remember being (laughs) because I wanted her to be submitted for supporting that being said as terrible as it would have been I still would have put her over Reese Witherspoon Right, but it was like a weird, it was like, if you want this for Melanie Linsky, you want. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Mm -hmm. It was very much the right call to put her in supporting. And she has a shot in supporting, not a huge shot, but she has a shot. Let's move on to supporting now. First, we have supporting actor in a drama series. The nominees for supporting actor are Nicholas Braun for Succession, Billy Crudup for The Morning Show, Kieran Culkin for Succession, Park Hae-Soo for Squid Game, Matthew McFadden for Succession, John Totoro for Severance, Christopher Walken for Severance, and Oh Young Soo for Squid Game. Uh, this is another category where I feel strongly that there is a person that got snubbed that really should have been nominated, and that is Tremel Tillman for Severance, who plays Mr. Mm-hmm. Milchik, um, if you did not know that name offhand. Um, anyone who's seen Severance, now I know you're thinking about it, you're putting it through your head, and you're realizing, oh wait, they nominated Irving and Burt, but they didn't nominate Mr. Milchik. So I don't really have beef with John Turturro being nominated, but Tramel Tillman 
was much more important to the show than Christopher Walken, who is a lovely actor. And I enjoyed him and I enjoyed his character, but it's so obvious that he was nominated for his name recognition when Tramel Tellman was so much more present and so important to the vibe of the show. I agree. Um, so I just had to say that justice for Tramel Tillman. Yeah, here, here are my thoughts, which are that when I watched, I, I have two thoughts. I'll start with the Squid Game thought. Um, <laughs> my Squid Game thought is that I was very excited to see Park Hae-su nominated because I remember as like I was watching Squid Game get nominated for other award shows earlier in award season. I like would never see his name. And I remember starting to watch it and being like, this man is evil and I love him. <laughs> and I was like, where are his nominations? And so I had actually stopped putting him on all my predictions because I was like, that's too wishful, Kara. He's not going to get it. But then he did. Yeah, so he deserves it. That was, I'm very excited to see him on this list. Um, my other thought is, is that if Matthew McFadden doesn't win this award, I think I will it will be my burn. villain origin story. Yeah, building I, down. It'll, it'll be a huge fucking mistake if he doesn't win this one. And I honestly don't think he will win. And I'm really sad about it. Because Who do you think's going to win? I think Kieran probably has it. If, if it goes to someone from succession, I think Kieran has it because we've seen that happen earlier in awards. Didn't season. he get one and Matthew McFadden got one? Matthew McFadden got a BAFTA. Yes. Matthew okay. McFadden has won the BAFTA. Yeah, I don't think it's a good. Um, I feel like the public, I feel like right. after Kieran won the first one or two awards, the opinion kind of shifted. Because a bunch so of So Kieran like, has only won one. Kieran won Critics' Choice. The Golden Globes are stupid. But yeah, Matthew McFadden wasn't even stupid. nominated for Golden yeah. Globe. Yeah, um, they Kieran Culkin was in that category, but Oh Young Soo won the Golden Globe. Mm. So there is Squid Game precedent again. But I will say, I, I think, really think- I do think it could go to either Squid Game actor. Yeah. Which I, I, I yeah. I would be less mad at. Mm-hmm. Than right, Kieran I would be. Over and I love what Kieran Culkin is doing in Succession. Like, yeah. of course. And I, I, I thought it was- I love him so much, but he doesn't, but, he was not the best oh part. Oh my God. I think the thing yeah. is, people's memory is usually attached to closer to the end of the season yeah. and mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of the really big moments for Matthew McFadden were slightly yeah, in were the middle the closer to the beginning so all of those people are Kieran's thinking of Kieran Culkin's so, stuff at yeah. the very end yeah which... because he's phenomenal when mm-hmm. I mean fuck yeah but like no Matthew I mean just the stuff he's it's like you know you could just submit season four as his acting reel without looking at anything else in his career like yeah I mean he's it's so good and I'm yeah I'm gonna be so upset if he doesn't win (laughs) but also like it's actually making me I like want to cry I can't like the sole like foyer consideration person (laughs) on Matthew McFadden for like almost a year now I mean we when was it was like it was like fall. in the winter. Oh, it was like winter. fall, winter. Yeah, it was, it was so, in fall. That's right, because I was um, in this apartment. Okay, I think Matthew McFadden had the deepest emotion and the biggest range out of any of the men from Succession season two. So season three. What am I saying? Oh, and like, um, sorry, Nicholas Braun. I just don't. Also, it's really no. funny. He, like, he was, he was funny this season, but he absolutely was nowhere. Nicholas Braun is solidly a tier below both Kieran and yeah, Matthew like, for this season. I mean, he doesn't, he's doing fine. I'm not. I wasn't even sure. Every so often, it just kind of feels like he's playing himself. Yeah. Um, 
but here's uh, this is not related but this is the great picture of Park Su on the yeah I was about to say website. when you were when you were going on earlier I was about to just cut in and be like also he's very handsome that's the reason I was also so obsessed with him is because like he's really good looking mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. I mean that's a fair thing to say about an actor you do have to look he's at definitely them. the hottest man in this category I mean look at this this is a category of funny looking men and parquet suit. <laughs> That's so mean. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm about to get some like fucking like Matthew McFadden stands in my mentions. No, he's some Christopher I mean, Walken stands in my mentions. Oh my God. I thought it was really funny though on Instagram, Nicholas Braun shared like, congrats to all the nominees of Succession, but the picture was just the men in this category. And I was like, most of your cast was nominated, bro. Next category is uh, supporting actress in a drama series. And the nominees are Patricia Arquette for Severance, Julia Garner for Ozark, Jung Ho Yun for Squid Game, Christina Ricci for Yellow Jackets, Ray Seahorn for Better Call Saul, Jay Smith Cameron for Succession, Sarah Snook for Succession, and Sydney Sweeney for Euphoria. Much like the supporting actress in a comedy category, the supporting actress categories are always the best because uh, women who are character actors are always the best. <laughs> And this is, again, a collection of like eight incredibly talented women. And it's so hard for me to choose because there's so many of them that I want to win. Jay Smith Cameron has always been my favorite part of Succession. Sarah Snook obviously is talented as well. Okay. Christina Ricci was the best part of Yellow Jackets. Jung Ho Yun was very good in Squid Game. Patricia Arquette was also very important to the vibes of Severance. Ray Seahorn finally fucking getting nominated after six years. It's very bizarre that she's never been nominated before. But all that being said, I still kind of, I know Julia Garner's won it twice before and she doesn't need another, but she was so good in season four of Ozark. I'm not going to be mad if she wins again. And I hate saying that. She's not the main person I'm rooting for, but she was so good. You're you're so funny when you start talking about the the women of Ozark. I'm no okay. You guys can't see this because it's a podcast, but I'm like I'm like crouching into my microphone and yeah. I'm sad because I'm embar- I'm embarrassed that the only reason I'm saying it now is because I just watched the show. So I realize this opinion is not necessarily that novel or valid, but like both of them had fucking great acting in season four of Ozark. So. I just have, I have to shout that out. They were, those two women are what made the show for me. So yeah, this category is stacked. It's fucking Um, stacked. And the one episode of Euphoria I have seen, Sydney Sweeney was great. So uh, that, I mean, she's great. She is very good. Like controversial opinion, because I love Jay Smith Cameron and I love Jerry, but I don't feel like she was given that much to do this season. She had more than she did in previous seasons, which is why I feel yeah. like I feel like she got it by virtue of Jerry really stepped up this season. And so maybe and I also like just, just thinking about who else was eligible. Like, I agree with you. She wouldn't have been my first thought, but like there's no one else from supporting actress that I would have put over her. Did you have someone else in mind? No, I just don't really feel like she, her plots were that meaty, even if she had more screen time. This is a fun example um, I'm going to do a, a writing slash television plug. Yeah. This is a fun example of writing to your actor's chemistry, wherein uh, this Jerry was not originally supposed to have this much to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but because she, uh, Jason Cameron and Kieran Culkin worked so well together, 
they wrote her more to do. Um, and that's a fun way that the actors can really uh, bring something else to your characters that you weren't thinking about at all, which is why TV is cool. Yeah. Maybe I was just like subconsciously annoyed that Jerry and Roman didn't have more to do together. Like, um, I feel like that one scene that. made well, up yeah, for I mean, anything like, and everything. But like <laughs> leading up to that, they didn't, I mean, obviously you had to go away from a certain element of it because yeah. it was getting somewhat unrealistic so um we can do another bonus episode where we unpack all the nuances of roman and jerry's relationship um but honestly i don't i don't know who i'm truly rooting for here like from from the underdog and the deserving of recognition angle i'm rooting for ray seahorn but honestly quite most of these women i would be totally fine with yeah because um sarah snook and jung hoyan have won at other shows for this particular past year um, I would not be surprised to see either of them win this. Agreed. And also, I wouldn't be surprised to see Julia Garner repeat because evidently the nope. Emmys love her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very true. Also, Rancy Warren has another chance, right? Because Better Call Saul's yeah. other half. She will, she will have one more chance, but that one, I just, I personally, me, I'm not counting on. I think they might get some more nominations, but I think this is honestly their better shot because it's so fresh in people's minds and next year it won't be as fresh. That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, I also wouldn't be totally surprised if Christina Ricci got it. Yeah, no, I think yeah, she's I very much in either. the game too. Um, this whole category, I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm like, damn, you guys understood the assignment. <laughs> it's like the little women meme, women. Yeah, I just think that women. Yeah. Yeah, we love we love all these people. They're great. Um, all right, so now we're on to the guest, the guest categories on which I suspect we will also have less to say. Um, outstanding guest actor in a drama series, aka the Succession category. Um, Adrian Brody for Succession, James Cromwell for Succession, Coleman Domingo for Euphoria, Ariane Mo- Moayed for Succession, Tom Pelfrey for Ozark, and Alexander Skarsgård for Succession. I'm so sorry. Can you remind me who James Cromwell was on Succession? I'm pretty sure he's Ewan. Greg's grandfather. Yeah. If it was going to be one of the succession guys, I feel like Alexander Skarsgård is the one yeah. that stood out. Yes, I agree. Um, I personally don't care that much about him from Ozark, but I know the Ozark fandom is probably going to be happy about Tom Pelfrey being nominated because I think they wanted him to be nominated for season three in which he had a much more substantial role and he wasn't. So they're probably happy about this. Yeah, I don't feel that strongly about it. I feel like it's probably Alexander Skarsgård's award to lose. Yeah, I did I mean, hear Brody's episode was good. Yeah, where he intentionally tried to kill Logan. I've heard good things about Coleman Domingo on Euphoria mm-hmm. as well. I've heard great um, things about him as an actor, but I haven't seen him. So I've heard he's one of the better parts of Euphoria when he mm-hmm. shows up. Andreas. He plays uh, Rue's sponsor. Okay. Right? Um, so, yeah, yes. this is a fine cat. All those men are men. Yeah, <laughs> those men are indeed men. All right, and, and then we're on succession. And then we have the uh, outstanding guest actress on succession. Just kidding. Outstanding guest actress in a drama series category in which we have Hope Davis from Succession, Marsha Gay Harden from The Morning Show, Martha Kelly for Euphoria, Sanaa Lathan for Succession, Harriet Walter for Succession, and Lee Yomi for Squid Game. And... I, I don't remember who the hell Hope Davis was on Succession. Oh, no, I'm literally got my phone. Oh, she, was like, um, Wait, she was, she, yeah, she, yeah, she was Sandy, Sandy. Okay. The other, Sandy's daughter. Okay. I mean, she was fine. fine. 
Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think it's Harriet Walters to lose, but I would honestly be very happy to see Lee Yomi um, mm-hmm. win it because she was really good in that one episode. Yes, I agree. Um, of Squid Game. Um, she was very memorable. Mm-hmm. I think Harriet Walters' character's like ultimate turn at the end of the season is like, hits you so hard that, um, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I agree. I think she just has such a leg up because she's technically is a guest actor, but like her role in the show and the way her character's written is so much more interesting than most of these other people that are categorized as guest actors. So yeah. it's hard to compete with that. And she's Harriet Walter. Yeah, I, I mean, I think this category has gotten like abused over the years. Yeah. That being said, I expect Harriet Walter to take it, but I would be pleasantly surprised if Lee Yomi won it. Yes. And that's that's kind of it. So then we have the directing awards um outstanding directing for a drama series first is ozark a hard way to go the finale uh directed by jason bateman severance the we we are which i believe was also the finale directed by ben Stoker. oh is that what that was okay i think i might be wrong because uh, it could be i was thinking i was like is it that one or the second to last one i couldn't i it, it's remember. it's one of the last two i can't remember squid game uh red light green light directed by huang dong hyuk uh, then three episodes of Succession, uh, first being All the Bells Say, directed by Mark Mylod. Then also The Disruption, directed by Kathy Yan. And also Too Much Birthday, directed by Lorraine Scafaria. And finally, Yellow Jackets, the pilot, directed by Karen Kusama. My instinct here is all of Severance was so well directed, so I would be really happy to see that win. But if it is one of the, success- if it is one of the Succession episodes, I would give it to Too Much Birthday. Yes, yes. I loved too much birthday. Um, I did like, I do actually really enjoy all three of these episodes of Succession. They, there was also a really interesting um, article in Vulture about Mark Mylod directing All the Bells Say, um, which we should link maybe. It was very interesting. Um, I've seen a lot of good. All the Bells Say is the finale, right? Mm -hmm. I've seen a lot of good episodes about the directing and cinematography of Severance. And I think it's really interesting to read about. I can't remember particular articles right now, but if you liked Severance, I would recommend like Googling a little bit and reading some of the articles about it. Cause like I'm someone who doesn't think about directing and cinematography that often, but Severance got me thinking about it and wanting to learn more about it. Um, Because this is going to sound stupid, but the vibes are such an important (laughs) part of Severance. Yeah. And I don't, we joke that Euphoria is just vibes, but Severance is like vibes and really good plot and character and the vibes. Vibes so with substance. Yeah. So shout out Karen Kasama and love her. Yeah. Honestly, no, all of these episodes are really good. Like the Squid Game pilot and the Yellow Jackets pilot also both very well directed. I just, mm-hmm. I'm not sure those are going to win. Yeah. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have gotten with the pilot for Yellow Jackets. But yeah, uh, all really well, well directed episodes there. And then uh, the outstanding writing for a drama series. This is where I'm a little more invested. We have Better Call Saul, Plan and Execution, written by Thomas Schnauz. Ozark, A Hard Way to Go, written by Chris Mundy. Uh, Severance, The We We Are, written by Dan Erickson. Squid Game, One Lucky Day, written by Huang Dong-hyuk. Succession, All the Bells Say, written by Jesse Armstrong. Yellow Jackets pilot written by Ashley Lyle and Bart Nickerson. And then another episode of Yellow Jackets, F Sharp, written by Jonathan Lisko, Ashley Lyle, and Bart Nickerson. I was pretty surprised that one show got two nominations here and that it was Yellow Jackets, to be honest. I think I was, yeah. there are at least three, maybe all of these other shows that I consider better writing overall than Yellow Jackets. 
personally. They're was, all they're I all good you, shows, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I was is one lucky it. day. Uh, it's the finale. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. Um, it's the finale. and which it's one's F sharp? It's a it's like the third or fourth episode. I don't even remember. No, it's the second one where they um the one that's like it's mostly about like Misty and how in the 90s how she became like the leader because she knew what to do oh okay it's a good episode I'm fine I with that one that over the pilot yeah, yeah I just I would have been fine with that it's bizarre to me in. that that show got two episodes nominated and not succession frankly I know mm-hmm. um that's kind of good, good for that on with all the bells so um yeah no um Jesse Armstrong's pen we knew this already but yeah his pen I, I think the succession episode's probably going to win, but I do just want to give a quick shout out to uh, the Better Call Saul episode, Plan and Execution, because Kara and I, we were talking about, because she was writing for an article about what's her favorite episode of TV in 2022 so far. And I was trying to think of what was my favorite episode that I've seen in 2022 so far. And this particular episode of Better Call Saul was one that came to mind for me immediately. Um, it's, a, it's a very good episode um, of TV. That's and- a question I don't think I can answer. I picked yeah, an Abbott Elementary. Answer. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's that's the end of the drama series categories. So yeah, what what are our overall thoughts here? I feel like honestly, in most of these categories, there's there's a lot of different worthy shows to award. I feel like in my brain, like I said, I said this in the comedy one, but I'll say it again here in the drama one for the drama people listening, that I remember being thinking to myself, oh, it's going to be so interesting when Succession and The Crown come back and they're competing against each other. But this is still very interesting, even though The Crown's not back this year. It's honestly Um, a very interesting mix of shows this year. Um, mm -hmm. And my one thing that I'll just say is I hope next year we get some more dramas that have leading women so we can get a more interesting lead actress in a drama category. Um, Mm -hmm. But it's a great, it's an interesting combination of shows this year. Um, And I'm excited to see how it plays out. I agree. All right. Well, that's the end of our drama discussion. Um, So you can go back and listen to our comedy nominations discussion if you didn't already. And then you can tune in tomorrow for our discussion about limited series. Um, If you want to share with us any thoughts about, um, you know, people we didn't shine a spotlight on enough or shows we didn't spotlight enough or snubs that you think uh, we forgot to mention, you can uh, contact us you can tag us on social media uh we're at in my pod on both instagram and twitter um our personal twitters mine is at adina terrific mine is at kara under kara sorry underscore powell mine is amelia mayor underscore yeah so uh thanks for listening and we hope we help you clear out your queue